Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, well-meaning protagonists who try to be heroes, a switched costume set, weirdos in elephant costumes, strangely erotic situations, and what-the-fuck moments. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 380, Raw Hero. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga View. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope you've been well during this really crazy time. The world is still on fire, but you know what? We're just going to deal with it as it comes because things have gone even more crazy. So let's try to ignore all that and get to what's really important, and that's manga. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin is some podcast and bang reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. Pretty much what that means is every episode we talk about one to two geeky topics and tell you the pros and cons about it. And since this is the manga review, obviously we talk about manga. And I tell you the pros and cons about how the art style is, the overarching plot, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You ask me anything I, my co-host, say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can find any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, Twitch, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N, and I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. Also, remember to check out our Discord group and our YouTube channel. And also, remember to like, follow us, and if you have any questions or comments, you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com. And so with that in mind, let's actually start this show off right by talking about the manga news of the week. And I gotta say, compared to last week, it's not as crazy, but we've got some interesting and kind of weird topics this week. So first big manga news is, let's get the licensing out of the way. So Square Enix Manga and Books announced that they've licensed two new manga series. On May 25th, 2021, they're going to be releasing Eda Mizuno's manga adaptation of Iori Miyazawa's Uraseki Picnic, also known as Other Side Picnic, the novel. And this manga story is described as, in a sci-fi fantasy survival thriller, the dangerous and deadly realm of the other side, where urban legends, cryptics, and folklorian legends roam, calls to two women, both in search of something. As they search out to sate their curiosity and explore the other world, will the most earth-shattering thing they discover on the other side be their feelings for each other? A little bit of a very weird romantic series. I've never read the novel, but this sounds actually kind of intriguing. So their second release is going to be coming out on May 11, 2021, and that is going to be Okra's Uchi no Mizuku wa Tabun Gay, or I Think Our Son is Gay. And this is a story about a family of four, the Ioma residents, that they're typically home to three due to father Akiyoshi's job. But while he's away at work, Mom Tomoko and her two beloved sons, Hiroki and Yuri, go about their everyday lives, going to school, making dinner, doing homework, etc. But now that Hiroki's in his first year of high school, his thoughts are turning ever so slightly to sex and romance, and his mother can't help but notice his slips of the tongue when he's talking about who he likes. Tomoko being supportive as an inkling Hiroki might be gay, but she's going to let him figure it out for himself. Unfortunately, Hiroki has little talent for keeping his quote-unquote secret, so he may die of embarrassment before all is said and done. This one seems autobiographical. Don't know if it's good or not, but... I think it's going to be kind of intriguing. And also the fact that Square Enix is releasing something like this that's not the typical comic or game-based series is a nice move in the right direction, i got to say. So, in February 2021, Seven Seas Entertainment will be releasing the Super Heroes or Docu Hentai Heroes by Ryoma Kitada manga. 
And this manga is about an evil mantis-like race that are aliens known as the Kishishu who descend on Earth. And they have one goal, eradicate the human race. They do so by absorbing humans' H-energy, the sexual passion that fuels so many people and keeps the species reproducing. And the government in response to this has assembled an elite team of superheroes to fight the bugs, aided by technology that allows them to transfer their erotic energy into superpowers. Their newest recruit, high schooler Reto Enjo, who's partnered with four beautiful girls, one of whom is his childhood friend, Kirara Hoshino. Though they were once close, they've grown apart in recent years since Kirara turned distant and aloof after an encounter with the Kishichu in her youth. Can Reto save the world, keep his team together, and maybe even melt his childhood friend's newly cold exterior? Well, you're going to have to wait and find out in this really bizarre harem series, which is borderline porny? I don't know. This is just, this seems like a reinterpretation of the harem series, and it seems really porny. Gonna have to wait and see how this one goes. So the next licensor to have an announcement is Manga Planet. And as usual, they're gonna release the first chapter for free, then you gotta subscribe for the rest. And they're releasing three new manga series, and they were picked up from Shonen Gahosha. And the first one is gonna be released on August 7th, and this is called Raise the Demon by Keito Yoshikawa. And the story is that one rainy day, while Matoi and his friend Richi were on their way home, they encountered a young girl who looked like a foreigner who then led them to a shop by a hill slope. There they met the shop owner, an old man named Shoten who deals with exotic wildlife, both ordinary and unordinary, demonic beasts. Fascinated by the mysterious beasts the shop holds, Matoy agrees to work and raise a demon. Matoy's journey of encountering different demon beasts begins now. This one seems a little different, but I gotta say I am excited for this one. Next one on August 8th, uh, you're getting Inoshima Waikiki Cafe by Haruko Okai. And this is about a cafe Waikiki, which is currently empty and so empty that owner chef Yori swears he's been hearing voices. Why isn't he getting any customers? His cooking can't be that bad. It's not like he's in the wrong location. So what other reason could there be for this to happen? Who knows? Well, you're going to have to read and find out. And finally, also on August 8th, you're going to be getting Sound of the Sky by Hajime Yamamura. And this is the story of Aikyo, an aspiring violinist who, when he was young, was late to watch his uncle's orchestra rehearsal when he encountered a girl conducting in front of pigeons. Arriving at the rehearsal by break time, he's surprised to see the girl again. Her name is Hibiki Sonari, the orchestra conductor's daughter, who proceeds to substitute for her father in conducting the orchestra with amazing results. Deeply moved by Hibiki's sound, Akio seeks to replicate it, but as years go by, he finds himself slowly losing his passion for music. Despite that, he enters college as a violinist and is surprised to know that Hibiki entered the same college as an inspiring conductor. Will Hibiki be able to help Akio find what's lacking in his music? Well, this seems like it's going to be a nice romance that's going to be very unique. It might be similar to Nodame Cantable. We are going to, again, have to wait and see what's going on. And our final announcement for licensing is going to be Fantastia Inc. And this is a group who releases Futakia's Boy Love Manga Subscription Service. Well, they announced on Saturday that they've licensed seven new titles from Shodensha. And they also have a couple of other series, but the series they're releasing are Aki Suzaki's Ryo no Ota, uh, Bokoku no Kimi, 
You have Hana Inui's Okami Eno Yomeru Ishu Kanintan. You have Thanat's Perfect Fit Volumes 1 and 2. I don't want to know what that's about. Atsuki Koyama Three Benson no Campanella. You have Numui Asada's My Little Inferno Volumes 1 and 2. You have Noboshiko Arai's Adana wo Kure. You have Tomoko Yamashita's Shinsoban Illustration. And then that's it. Um, and these announcements may have a different name for their English translation. We'll find out as this comes out. So if you're a fan of Boys Love, a lot of new Boys Loves are going to be available in this service, which currently has 120 manga titles, but they strive to have 400 eventually. So let's get on to some other news. And this one is kind of a new manga release, but it's a little different. So on September 25th, Weekly Shonen Jump will be releasing a complete bilingual edition of Yoichi Takahashi's Captain Tsubasa manga. Now this release will mark the first time this manga has ever been released with an English translation. Now this bilingual complete edition is going to be released as part of the manga's 40th anniversary and will include 37 volumes and retail at one, well, sorry, 17,189 yen or $162 US. Now the deadline to pre-order this digital manga release is August 26, 2020. So if you have a chance, look it up and you can actually check out Captain Tsubasa. This is one of those releases that I am actually excited for because a lot of people talk about how awesome Captain Tsubasa is. And as sports mangas go, this is one of the quintessential ones you got to read. And I got to admit, $162 for 37 volumes is not that bad. Usually you'd spend that much on maybe 16 mangas, and you're getting double that. So we'll wait and see. On August 27th, Risume, uh, the mangaka who created the horrible manga series Shonen Sample, which I've ranted about in several episodes and reviewed a long time ago, is launching a new manga entitled Kona Watashi ni Kitashinai De, or Don't Have Expectations for Someone Like Me. And if you want to check out the preview of this manga, it can be seen on Rusumai's Twitter, at R-I-S-U-M-A-I. I have high hopes for this one because I think it's going to be better than Shonen Sample, but we'll see. On August 11th, Promise Neverland creators Kao Shirai and Posuka Demizu will be publishing a one-shot manga titled Shinrei Shashinsha Kono Suboro, or Supernatural Photographer Suboro Kono. And this one-shot will focus on a photographer documenting a supernatural event inside a room. And this is going to be released in Weekly Shonen Jump. So on August 11th, that Weekly Shonen Jump will have a one-shot. And if you like Promise Neverland, that art style and that story, I think this will be just as good. So next... Uh, two days ago, on August 3rd, we had a pretty cool news. Uh, Rensuke Oshikiri, the mangaka of High School Girl, published a new one-shot manga entitled DKS40. It's pronounced Dokusei, or Classmate. And this one-shot was released in Kodansha's Young Magazine for its 40th anniversary project, Wagaman, which is a series of one-shots from six authors. This is the fourth installment, and I gotta say, I'm excited to see this one, because I do like the manga adaptation of High Score Girl. So, anyway. Other big news. Sometime this month, uh, Yukari Higa is launching a manga adaptation of Irisu's 
Magical Explorer or Eroge no Yujin Charani Tensei Shita Kedo Game Chisiki Sukatai Jinyu ni Ikiru or Magical Explorer I reincarnated as the friend character in a porn game but can I use the walkthrough in my brain to live free and this is going to be released on Katakawa's Young Ace Up website and it's about a protagonist who reincarnates into the world of one of his favorite porn viz novels but he's only the friend of the protagonist and he uses knowledge of the game determining that his new character has one of the greatest magical skills in the world and as an unparalleled unique skill he'll use his skills as a magic user to live a free life and charm the girls in the game so this is kind of a weird isekai i don't know i'm kind of iffy on this <sighs> anyway also this month sometime uh author refugian na Magonot, uh, his great story, Orc and Yudu Monogatari Sontaku Redentia, or Orc Hero Story, Biographical Conjecture, is getting a manga adaptation that will launch also on the Young Ace Up manga website. And this story is focusing on a heroic orc named Bash, who distinguished himself with great deeds in the Great War between the Twelve Races and has earned the respect of all orcs. He sets off on a journey as the pride of his race, carrying the honor of all Irks with him, but he hides the fact that he also sets out on the journey in order to lose his virginity. This manga will be drawn by Subakuro Shibata. So, a lot of porn stuff from Young Ace, which I didn't think they were really that porny, but it's apparently they're dealing with a lot of porn and etchy stuff. Oh, well. So, other news. On August 1st, manga creator Myojizai launched a new manga titled Silver Pole Flowers in Kodansha's Comic Days app. Now, this manga is insane completely because you know what it centers on? Two girls as they travel their own individual paths in pole dancing. You heard that right. It is a manga about pole dancing. And our two main characters are completely different. One, Hana is a college student who also pole dances in nightclubs despite her family's disapproval. And the other protagonist, Karen, is a practitioner of pole sports who looks down on nightclub pole dancers. So, a lot of porny stuff this week. And i got to admit, this fits really well with the manga at hand for this week. Because we're now up to the manga review of the episode. And i got to say, this fits really well because the universe, I think, knew what we were talking about. So... If you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga. And it turned to be that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by great pervert and mangaka, Akira Hiramoto, who is the creator of Prison School. This is published by Kodansha and released over here by Yen Press. Original run is 2018 to 2020. I think the final chapter comes out in like two days or sometime this month. There are seven volumes and it is a senin action, adult, comedy, etchy, gender-bend, uh, clusterfuck. So, to explain this series is kind of difficult, but not really. Usually I try to censor it, but I'm just going to be very blunt here, and I'm going to use a lot of profanity, so I do apologize in advance. But, so, this manga takes place in a world where some of humanity possesses special skills, and those who use their powers for truth and justice are called heroes, and those who use them for evil are called freaks. And in the middle of this is an unemployed young man named Chiaki, who's taking care of his two younger brothers, 
and he's trying to find a job. And he has failed miserably. And he's trying to support his brothers, but they're poor as anything. Like, their idea of a good time or a lucky day is getting yakitori. So, we had a good day, yakitori day. And they get three yakitori, one for each of them. So, he's constantly looking for work. And one day on his way to an interview, he notices a guy fingering a girl. And it's drawn in just straight up typical Akira Hiromoto style. So you could kind of see almost everything. So without thinking twice, Chiaki jumps in to help this victim. However, turns out that the girl is the guy's girlfriend. And because he jumped in, it came a whole thing. And he ends up missing his interview. But this guy who was doing the fingering who does it like three times in his presence likes him and says you know what you have a great sense for justice so i'm gonna make you join my superhero team and i will pay you lots of money and at first he's like yeah no i'm not gonna do that that's just sick and strange but then he admits how much it's gonna be and it's absurd amount of money but shaki's like no i'm not gonna do this he goes home and first his youngest brother he bumps into him and he went to visit his rich friend. And his rich friend has an apartment with a swimming pool and has actually something really cool. There's a buzzer and you, there's a video so you can see who's talking to you. And it's really interesting. And he wants an apartment like that. So Chiaki being the big brother is like, I guess I'll have to get a job. I'll take this job and I'll make money. Also, he ends up saving a girl who's a up-and-coming mangaka artist and she ends up liking him and this could lead to good things if he has money maybe we'll see however the next day he meets his new boss his new boss says listen you're going to infiltrate the freaks headquarters and in this suitcase i'm going to give you is a change of clothes so you can infiltrate it'll be a disguise and there is a dossier on this character you're going to play and follow this dossier you will survive and you'll be able to do this and you'll get paid money so Chiaki gets out, he goes into a bathroom, he opens it up, and he's kind of shocked. There is a dossier which looks kind of like a script, but then also, in this suitcase, there is a wig and a girl's school uniform. So, thinking that his boss was telling him the truth, he puts on this girl's uniform, makes himself look like a girl... And then he goes for his interview with the evil bad guys. And in doing so, he ends up using the script that he read to introduce himself as a young girl who may have been having to quit school to be a pop idol, but she ended up becoming a kind of like a, not a porn star, but she may have been a video idol. And she ends up convincing some of the heads of this evil villain group to Except her by kind of in a really disturbing way. One of the villains was dressed up like an elephant. And she ends up really seductively. Or he really seductively kind of gives the elephant a pseudo blowjob in the elephant trunk. So he slash she ends up becoming a secret member of this evil group. And she is going to infiltrate and report everything she finds out on this to her boss. Now at the same time as this happening... The boss is on a date with his girlfriend again, and he opens up a suitcase that he brought, which was supposed to be for their fun time. 
and he starts freaking out because inside it is the dossier he was supposed to give Chiaki and a business suit. Turns out he switched the cases and now they're kind of stuck. Uh, also, the quote-unquote dossier that Chiaki read is his really perverted script for a story. So, from here, Chiaki now has to pretend to be a girl and infiltrate this group while acting really slutty because apparently the character that was written is super slutty and super ditzy and that's what she's, he's supposed to act like. Meanwhile, protecting his brother and dealing with this girl that likes him and this series is fucking garbage. I'm not even going to mince words about it. It's got... There... At the beginning, it was the premise of a great story. It actually would have been really cool if he had become a superhero and done all this stuff. But no, they switch it to, okay, it's just essentially like a pervy gag manga, which it's he's infiltrating this group while acting like a slutty girl. And the fact they don't find out that he's a guy is mind-boggling. Also, there's some other things as well involving the really lewd and just really pervy images. It's like, I don't know who Akira Hirano writes for. I don't know if it's just for his own twisted, sick, pervy fantasies or what. But, like, when he did Prison School, Prison School is a funny and weird and strange series, but it does get really pervy, and I have no idea who it was written for. But it was a low bar. Hiromoto did not have to go high to pass that fucking bar, and he failed miserably with this series. It's just... I don't know. I don't get it. I don't like it. And it's not because of the gender band. It's not because of that. It just... The series had something really cool going about it. And then they just do this really just like, Oh, derp, you switched it up and now we're stuck doing that. And then his boss who just increasingly gets more and more exasperated. Like he crashes his car. So he has to drive a Segway. And then next he has to drive a motorcycle. Keeps giving him more and more lewd costumes. And it's just like, this is written for someone's kink. I don't know whose kink, but who knows. And actually the coolest thing about this series is just some of the little things of what it could be. Like there's a moment when Chiaki is having dinner with the heads of the group. Because they want to like celebrate that she is part of their group. And he had to get photographs of the big boss and the big boss is there with her with him and what he does is because he's acting like a girl he takes a picture of his food and the guy's like you just took a picture of food what the hell's wrong with you and he's like no 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 look and you see the reflection of the girl in the spoon it's a perfect reflection so it's really a really clever way to like secretly take a photo of someone you'd never think of that and that's really creative but the series is just... It feels like it's two different stories at once. If he was going to do this without the little brother angle, without the meeting the girl, I think this would be better. But the fact that they introduced the kids into this makes this feel dirty and twisted. There are good elements to it, but it's just not enough to save it. I'm going to have to give this our second to lowest rating of... A typical reading material at your local correction facility or psychiatric institute. The art is really good and the girls are busty and that, but it just... And there's some elements, but the story is just... I expected more. And 
if you disagree with me, you can let me know. Email me, zansparker.com. You could rant and rave and let me know what I'm missing with Raw Hero. But honestly, I think that this was not the best option of things to choose from. And especially because Prison School made sense and was good, this one goes all over the place. And it seems like a lot of series where you have an interesting premise, but then you lose your way to do something else. The whole superhero angle is just kind of not even there. There's like a character that's like, oh, this is a dominatrix girl who's kind of a superhero. And she shows up for two minutes. And it's like, this is marketed as a superhero genre. And it's not. And it's not a subversion of the trope. It's just... (sighs) But yeah. If you disagree with me, email me, zansparker.com. You can also comment on the Discord. Or, better yet, uh, message me on Twitter. Let me know what you think. Also, one last thing before we go any further. If you want to do something cool, go to tinyurl.com forward slash H-E-L-P-X-A-N. And that takes you to our iTunes uh, page. Comment, rate, and review us. Let us know what you think. Just it's uh, like putting a tip in the chip jar. It keeps me motivated for a little bit longer every time I see a new review or a new rating. Let me know. And, uh, well, I think that's it for this episode. We got two more things. Oh, no, one more little piece of note, uh, notice. I have submitted my two panels for the Anime Next event, and I'm excited for Anime Next uh, 2020, also part of a certain group of other conventions that are showing up. So it's going to be an online event. I will put the time and panel information definitely in the show notes and i'll talk about it more in the next couple of weeks so let's do that and with that in mind let's get to the second to last thing we talk about which is the manga releases of the week we've got 27 releases and i've got to say i'm excited for half of these uh we have starting from the bottom going up we have yona of the dawn volume 25 we have boku ben we never learn volume 11 twin star exorcist volume 19 Promised Neverland, Volume 16. Skeleton Knight in Another World, Volume 4. Uh, Short Cake Cake, Volume 9. Samurai 8, The Story of Hachimaru, Volume 3. You have Seki, The Succumbus Hungers Tonight, Volume 3. Saint Seiya, Saint Show, Volume 11. Plus Sized Elf, Volume 5. Penguin Drum, Volume 3. Orisama Teacher, Volume 27. One Piece, Volume 94. Naruto, Naruto Story, Family Day. My Hero Academia Smash, Volume 5. Kazehikaru, Volume 28. Jujutsu Kaisen, Volume 5. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 4. Diamond is Unbreakable, Volume 6. How to Build a Dungeon, Book of the Demon King, Volume 6. How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, Volume 8. Fushugi Yugi, Byako Senki, Volume 1. Demon Slayer Kimita no Yaiba, Volume 15. Boruto, Naruto Next Generation, Volume 9, Blue Exorcist, Volume 24, Black Clover, Volume 22, Arpeggio of Blue Steel, Volume 16, Ao Haru Ride, Volume 12, and that's all of the manga we're going to be that are released this week. And I gotta say, a lot of them I was excited for. I'm excited for Demon Slayer, Kimichi no Yabe, Volume 15, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 4, Volume 6. My Hero Academia Smash, Penguin Drum, One Piece, Plus Sized Elf, Saint Seiya, Samurai 8, The Promised Neverland, Boku Ben. There's a lot of really good stuff this week. Uh, which of the ones are you excited for? Which ones don't you want to read? Let me know. The show notes down below. And now that that's out of the way, let's get to the part you have all been waiting for. The most popular part of the podcast by 
unanimous demand. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Wheel of Manga. Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga. Except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that's corresponding to that number is the manga I'll release in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 381. And I'm excited because we've got some really great titles on here. And we got one which currently is in a little bit of kerfluffle trouble, but we'll see what happens. So let's spin and see. Number four. Oh. So, in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing an adaptation of a light novel series that had two anime seasons. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Gate Jitai Konochu Nit Takakere, or Gate to which the JSDF uh, stood for. Pretty much a series about a gate which appears in Japan and dragons come out of it, and then we go through and invade another country. One part harem, one part izakai. So... We'll see how that goes. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. I love doing this podcast. and I hope you guys love listening to me talk about manga. Have a great day. As usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you next time. And keep reading manga. See you guys later. <laughs>